0: my employed full-time graduate student mom from Atlanta with two boys, Andrew, 12, and Emmanuel, who is three.
1: Hi, I'm Brienne, a stay-at-home mom from New York City that currently lives in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young children. They are six years and under.
0: Okay, Brienne, I know you read the article the other day about the proposed, in I guess, lengthened school year in the state of Texas. So it's been proposed that the school year uh, increases from 180 days to 210. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I'm not agreeing with that either. My children are in public school, but yeah, just as a Person who studies education, I can't agree to that.
1: I, I, I read the article and they mentioned that there are people who really struggle with summer break as far as finding childcare for their children, and I understand that, and I feel for those people, and I do think that there should be a free option for them. Yes, but I do not think it needs to involve everyone, and does not need to extend the school year. Going to school is something that we legally have to send our children to. Yes,
0: compulsory education.
1: (laughs) So if you extend the school year, that means that I have to send my kids to school whatever amount of days that you've extended the school year. for me, I feel like summertime is the time where kids just get to be kids. They get to be, un. Um, they exactly. don't have to be
0: scheduled.
1: They we can, they can sit
0: around and be bored. Be bored. Bored exactly. is good.
1: Exactly. That's like where creativity comes from. Exactly. I agree. No more rushing in the mornings for us, parents, for kids. They don't <laughs> have to make lunch. <laughs> and in Houston, we have so many wonderful summer camps.
0: And even if you just want to go somewhere in vacation,
1: road trip. But I understand that that's not the situation for
0: everyone. I understand that too. But and that's why I think there should be options which I guess in HISD since we both live in the district there are shared decision making committees at each school and I think that schools should should take input from their community. And if it's something that the need in that community to have year-round school, um, then it should be addressed on individual levels. And I know that in low-income communities, the research shows that children do benefit from year-round school. And maybe not even year-round school, but the modified schedule where students still attend 180 days, but they go for six weeks on, three weeks off, that that benefits students because there's not, they don't have the summer brain drain because there are children who are not going to, summer camps where they're having enriching opportunities or they're not being, they don't have the chance to be creative, they're watching television. So for them, that summer, that long 12 week break is detrimental, but I don't think that everyone should be required to adhere to the schedule because as you said, not everyone wants or needs year round school.
1: Right, and I don't need CPS knocking at my door if I decide.
0: CPS <laughs> would definitely be at my, if my children were in school, they would be at my door. Because I don't want to set my kids to school in the summertime. So I don't know, I guess we need what options, how do you think that we could make it not so much acceptable, but what do you think, how do you think it could be implemented to benefit everyone? Or do you think it's possible to make changes that will benefit certain populations? Or once again, do you think that it might lead to that conversation? Well, it's race-based, it's schools and local well, not race-based, but it's um, there's bias if the programs are only implemented in low-income communities.
1: Well, if that's where they show the need, if they did their research and that it comes up that they need it there then and it's working, I don't think they should build their problem. I just don't understand why, and I didn't understand it so much in the article, this had to be something
0: that everyone had to do that's what i don't why does it have to be across the board and what measures what are they going to implement that's going to improve education because we were told that testing was going to improve education we were essentially told that removing recess is going to improve education so why should i as a taxpayer believe that Extending the calendar year by 30 days is going to improve education, and I really want to know what teachers think about this because are we going to increase their pay? And oh, I think you have to. But see, to me, it's like we're still expecting teachers to work at to do more for less. Because even though let's just say a teacher makes an extra month of earn an extra month of pay, that's not a raise. Right. They're still being undercompensated and What's the buy in from educators? I think educators look forward to having that time with their children. (laughs) Exactly. And their children
1: don't go to school in this district. Well, it's at Texas, wasn't just a district thing.
0: And for the most part, breaks in Texas align. I mean, there are some differences, but with summer and summer break, it's mostly the same. But if you get, but even if you get into the point of some schools offering, one cat having one calendar the standard calendar and another school having the modified calendar what about teachers who work at a year round school and their children are on a regular schedule and it seems as if there's always going to be someone at a disadvantage and i know this is far fetched but i feel as if this is a ploy to um move away from the conversation of giving teachers that $5000 raise that is we're giving them some more money they're going to get more money. They'll probably get that $5,000, but they're definitely going to work for it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's my conspiracy theorist coming out.
1: Right. And I'm, I'm still I'm still very new to the whole HISD school system or the Texas school system because, as you know, I grew up in the Bronx. I'm from New York. Um, my concern also is it just extra days of test prep. Because that's, that's all happen. they do in
0: school. Well, I shouldn't say it's all they do anyway, but test prep... All of my friends who are in, whose children attend public school, they complain about test prep. Well, children who have, people who have children third grade and above, because your children are under yeah, third grade. So I'm still complain. learning about <laughs> the testing
1: situation and when I'm hearing it, it doesn't sound positive to me at all either. So I don't think I would want an extra 30 days, but then I'm coming from a place a privilege because I do not have to worry about childcare and I do not have to um, worry about my children going through a summer brain drain because I am home and I can work with them and they do attend camps that are enriching, enriching. enriching them.
0: And I have worked in the past and my children have, well, my oldest son has attended camps. He goes away for the summer sometimes, he's at home, but it's a good balance. And I also require for him to read and write every day. So once again, the opportunity for brain drain doesn't exist because it didn't exist for me as a child. And I don't even remember it being an issue. I mean, we watched a lot of television, but we also, we did a lot of creative things. We weren't doing a lot of academics. But we were outside making bicycle ramps and 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 digging up the backyard and making um, tunnels and elaborate roadways, which to me, those things are important because you're thinking about something, you're trying to solve a problem. And that's why I think children need a break because they need time to solve problems. They need time to go outside and, and build a fort, or they need time to go outside and I don't know, you just think the crazy things that you did as a child, I mean, just.
1: I was born in the Caribbean, so my mom would send us home to the Caribbean. And so travel is really important to my family when I was growing up, and it's important to the family that I'm raising now. I think that's a big part of education. And you, what you learn in a book about a country
0: is amazing. But, but until you physically you, go and see it, it's, it's, a, it's a different experience. And I, I have never traveled abroad. All of my travel has been in the U.S. But even with my limited travel, what I've read about New York is not what New York actually is when you go and see it. And yeah. even just traveling around the state, it opens a child's riders, But then once again, just you, camping
1: one hour away from Houston.
0: But then it's again, I, world. I think that also, once again, is that aspect of privilege where for some people, even that travel an hour away, right? either they don't have a vehicle or whatever, it's still a challenge. So I like your idea of making it an option for parents who need that child you care, do care. You want
1: a safe place to spend.
0: Children and we want to make sure that these children do not fall behind. Exactly. I'm going to raise my taxes. I don't care. You're going to raise it for something ridiculous anyway. Right. So at least raise it for something that's going to be beneficial because um, all children deserve a chance to be in a safe, supportive, nurturing environment. But I'd rather a summer program than extra required school days because I don't think those school days are going to be a benefit. No. So, I don't know. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back and discuss travel because travel is one thing I think that would be impacted for families who need that 12 week break. Because I know a lot of people who leave Houston in May, end of May, and they don't return until late July. All right. For me, that's how I was able to
1: have experienced my Caribbean culture. My mom would send me home.
0: Well, we'll discuss that when we return. Okay, Brian. So I was thinking, well, while I was reading up on the proposed changes to the school calendar, Mm -hmm. it just made me think about the fact that uh, recess is not mandated in the Texas State Code. I know there's a provision for PE where In the state of Texas, children have to have a minimum, I think, of 90 minutes of PE a week, but there's nothing for recess. So by law, children don't have, aren't required to have recess. So, I mean, my children aren't in public school, so how do you feel about this as a public school parent? Because I think it's ridiculous. Well,
1: my children are in HASD, and so there is a mandate for 30 minutes a day of recess. And then there's two, I think two, gym periods, I'm thinking they're about 45 minutes each. But I consider gym and recess two totally different things. I do too. Recess is is very important. It's play that the kids develop on their own. It's time for them to think, problem solve, and just be children. PE is instructional. There is a teacher who's teaching a sport or whatever. It's, it's, not free play. it's not free play, and free play is a form of meditation for children. It is mm-hmm. very important for children.
0: Well, I agree. And honestly, I don't think that's a HISD mandate, the 30 minutes a day, because I briefly taught at a school where the children had 15 minutes of recess. And HISD. It was HISD. And it wasn't a charter school. No, it was not a charter school. It was a regular HISD school. When? Um, this was this year, during the month of this school year. Um, I think they're breaking some of rules because i I, re- I looked into it i don't know this principle I can't say I have a lot of respect for this principle, and i she's not one that would break the rules mm-hmm. to meet the needs, and I know that she's very interested in allowing as much as she can with their limitations um so I don't think she is, and even when my son was in h i s d it was not either had PE or recess. That's so recess it's was special. not every day. It's probably your school specific.
1: I don't know, because I, I, I did do a Google because the teacher told me that everyone has 30 minutes a day and um, I thought it was mandated. So I, I did Google it and in the, pan, the the packet, the welcome back to school packet for the teachers, it, it sets it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'm right, But I know my kids get 30 minutes a day
0: even then 30 minutes really is not enough I, I agree your children are what pre-kindergarten and first grade yeah yeah i i can't imagine keeping my five-year-old child inside for six hours at a time and they get 30 minutes to play yeah that's um i don't think that's fair either um
1: we also have we have a, we start the day a little bit later so okay. there are certain times where I can bring my kids to school if the weather is nice and we can play in the yard before school starts. Uh, I agree with you, I don't think it's it's the perfect solution.
0: It's not, and a lot of schools don't allow children to go outside and play in the beginning of the day for staffing reasons or whatever, for whatever reasons. We can do that at our school and we have a lot of playgrounds in our school. Also, the school's
1: not a traditional school, but most schools are moving past this everyone has to sit at a desk the entire time. They're moving past that. But our school, the kids aren't required to sit at a desk. So there's a lot of movement and a lot of um, self-motivated activity, which helps make up for that. But I would love a situation where my kids had more time to play.
0: They definitely need more time to play this one. It it oxygen Nourishes the brain. Um, it actually helps them to think better and to focus once they've had a chance to go outside and run around and play. And it it helps to just, I guess, get the wiggles out because even as an adult, I think about me when I work. I'll probably get up from my desk once an hour and walk around just. And that's recommended for people who work in office environments to just get up and walk around from time to time so that you can keep your blood circulating. And I can't imagine just not being able to, to get that inner, get release energy when I need it. I mean, right. I can't imagine having to ask someone to use the restroom, but that's <laughs> a whole other conversation yeah. for another day.
1: Like I said, like in the school that my children attend, they are allowed to get up and move um, a lot of time multiple times in the day so I'm not too concerned about that but just going outside and playing in the fresh air it's really important uh there's a school in Fort Worth um that actually did this and they made it so the kids played did an hour of recess they had
0: four different
1: periods of recess for 15 minutes I thought that was too short
0: but apparently made a huge difference I can imagine it would make a difference, but I agree with you. I think it's too short because it seems as if the children are just getting ready. to the play. To and get then it has to be the interrupted. Play. Exactly. I don't understand why they couldn't do two 30 30-minute periods. But, I mean, at least they are on the track towards doing something different. I would just think that's, like, too many transitions, but... Who am I? But it, they're doing something.
1: It helped with the transition, from what I understand.
0: Well, I guess they
1: placed it in a place where there would have been a transition to begin with. Yes. So it, it helped the situation. The kids' um, scores improved. There was a lot less time to directing students on what imagine. to do. So we're, everyone thought, oh, we're wasting this precious time. But there's so much classroom time spent on classroom management which was now not needed because yeah. it took care of itself because the kids got off the wiggles. So I'm, I'm on board with more recess. And I am too. This, you know, the city or the state or the government is willing to give more money for an extra school month. Like you said, maybe it should be moved to a longer
0: school day or so the kids can get
1: extra recess if that's what's needed.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure the state is looking at it. Well, we want instructional time, not recess time. But it would be nice. It really would. I just really nice. wish that there was research to back
1: that up. I, mean, I don't know. Um, not that there is research that backs it up. I wish they paid attention to the exactly, research. Exactly. I mean re- <laughs> to the re- research that backs
0: because there's a lot of great research that uh, negates everything that's done in public schools, but is anyone reading this? And it's not just public schools. I mean, private schools are just as is guilty in not all, but also. Is
1: there a certain boy school here in Houston that gives a lot more recess? I heard. That, that existed. I wasn't sure. I I looked it up and I could not find any proof of it. But my, I think you may
0: know more than I. My son attended an all boys school, and I know that there is another all boys school where they are allowed more freedom. Um, and not more recess. They do have more recess, and they also, when they come to school in the morning, they're outside playing. Right. They had was play. when I
1: came to When I was growing up in the Bronx, we came into a playground situation.
0: And I want to say that lunch was not lunch, but recess was 30 minutes a day. Then they had PE. And it was also teachers had the, the decision, were allowed to make the decision, okay, my class is busy. We can go outside for recess. So it wasn't as if they were locked into, well, this is your schedule. You can't have recess. I think it was 30 minutes, but my son was also older, a little bit older. And it wasn't so bad because they were allowed freedom of movement in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So, and honestly, I can't a
1: that freedom of movement in the classroom. I can't imagine sitting at a desk anymore. But I think that's changing in in
0: education altogether. It it is changing somewhat. Um, I think that we're going to have to put more thought into it because I don't even understand why second graders sit at desks. What is a second grader doing that they need to sit at a desk? Why can't we just have tables? But I, there are some changes. I know HISD is focusing on group like station work, which will would require students to move around and about. But I mean, desks are still in a class. So until they're gone, I don't know. I'm not convinced. You
1: know what, too? A lot of parents are... That's what they grew up with and it worked. they'll say things like it worked for me and they're not comfortable with seeing change. They don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna affect their child and they're very concerned about that. so I think that's also a part of what school systems have to deal with in
0: private school, public school, no matter what people are only and they think that what they had worked. And That's a whole other conversation for another day, too. <laughs> anyway, I've enjoyed talking to you once again about recess and the proposed changes to. <laughs> ah, no, I never. I... Uh, Rianne, why did you tell me to turn off my phone? I, like... I, I did. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, it's sorry about that. Um, well, anyway, I've enjoyed talking to you today, and. We'll find something equally interesting to talk about next time. All right. Goodbye. Bye.